when I've encountered people online who label themselves as skeptics along the lines that they have some expertise and that almost always though when they have the label of skeptic it almost follows immediately that they're not going to present an argument of any kind and they're not even going to acknowledge any points made by the person who presented an argument and it's little more than name-calling. They'll make claims about science and about what science should be, and they often make really strange claims like, well, this person didn't do an experiment, therefore this isn't real science. Real science always involves an experiment. We all know that's just absurd. It's just really a strange phenomenon, and I think it's largely an internet phenomenon. It involves people who don't really understand science, but they have an emotional attachment to the truth of science, and by that I mean that they, um, it really bothers them if someone says that something that's determined by science is questionable. It bothers them emotionally. Unfortunately, they don't really have any way of addressing it. So they won't address the actual argument. What they'll do is they'll quote something off the internet where someone who's a so-called expert, you know, someone who has a certain uh, title, and they say, see, this person says this. And you go, okay. And, and it's like you could sit there waiting the rest of the day, expecting them to complete their thoughts. But there are no other thoughts. There's nothing there for them to complete. They just think that way. They're like uh, parishioners of a parish. The priest said this. Well, that's great, but science doesn't really work that way. In science, we have to actually deal with detail um, and not continually talk about how, oh, where's the evidence? You can't, you can't say you don't have the evidence. So, what do you mean? The evidence is out there. We're just discussing the details of the conclusion, and here's my reasoning here, and um, do you want to dispute that? Go ahead. Of course, they never do, and by they, I mean anyone who has that label of skeptic. They're just, they're just not intelligent people. They just come to conclusions, repeat back what any idiot can look up on the internet. And so when you see the word skeptic, you got to ask yourself, why does that person want to be considered a skeptic? Wouldn't they just say, hey, I'm a, I'm a scientist and here's my feedback on what you're doing and I'll give you my perspective and then I'll address your argument and then I'll maybe give you an alternative argument. Maybe I'll argue for my alternative. That's what you would expect from someone who really understood the subject and wanted to address it. Now, of course, the larger problem is there are certain subjects where people don't really understand it. One of those is the physics of water. Another one of those is the physics of storms, you know, as you can say, related to water. Another of those is the physics of atmospheric flow and the physics of climate. These are all incredibly obscure discipline where there is very little agreement about anything except for one thing. The one thing they all agree to is to agree. And because of that, you will get the impression that there's people there doing some very, they're doing so good at science that no one even has any doubt. When the reality is, it's just verbiage, it's just marketing. When they talk about their particular understanding on those topics, now, is there something wrong? Is there something mistaken? Is it's more like it's, the answer is it's, there's something human, okay? And humans, adopt certain understandings and some of these understandings are innate to us and once we adopt them we just have blind spots the rest of our life and we can't really move on from that and so only if you really do go through the process the scientific method and apply it religiously do you have any chance of getting beyond your own tendency to believe all the nonsense that everyone else believes because see, what happens is when you do have confusion and again on those subjects there's just confusion that's all there is that's all there ever was 
what will then happen is not like a process of people moving rationally to achieve clarity of understanding and then begin the scientific process. No, that's not what happens at all. And, and I'm not saying that, sure, there might be other people who want to do differently, but the reality is that as long as there's confusion, what you'll end up with is a phony understanding. And here's the worst part of all. Us humans believe our phony understandings much more deeply than we do rational things unless these rational things are extremely clear, extremely obvious. So we believe we believe our stories, and we believe our stories for no other reason than that we're human. That's all it takes. There's no other, there's no shortcoming, there's no craziness. There's no need for you to go out and uh, talk to a, a mental health professional. No, you'll believe this stuff because you believe it. That's all. And other than that, it's just simply, well, you just haven't applied this, the scientific method. Now, that doesn't mean you're wrong. What I'm just saying, though, if you don't apply the scientific method, you don't really know. And you'll never know in, in most of these uh, disciplines because they have achieved a degree of conformance with what people believe that puts them above reproach. And again, what were those three areas? Well, water, uh, the physics of water, chemistry and physics of water. Um, well, you can look into the anomalies of H2O if you, if you want to get more details on that. And that's an interesting subject in and of itself. Again, the anomalies of H2O, just look that up. Uh, the physics of storms, the physics of climate, you see, what happens with these paradigms is that maintaining the confusion becomes part of their job. You have to apply the scientific method very religiously or you will fail, as has happened in these disciplines, such that they now have rhetorical confusion. They don't even have basic concept well-defined. And let me give you a good one. This is one I've mentioned before, but this is so simple. Look up a, an H2O phase diagram if you want, and, and look at the temperature. You can do that online. And look at the temperature at which the water in our atmosphere turns gaseous, becomes actually becomes genuinely gaseous, the temperature at which it does become that, with respect to our pressure. In other words, you have to take into account the pressure before you can understand the boiling temperature. Well, to make, you know, I don't want to waste any much time on this because it's really a moron argument. Many of us believed, as I did too when I was a kid, that the water that's mixed into the air is genuinely gaseous. We believe that because it seemed like that's what happens when it evaporates or when it boils. Now, it's actually literally impossible. And knowing that it's impossible is very important for understanding what's really going on with the physics of the H2O molecule, which is extremely unique because of the polarity aspect of it, which I, I won't go into here now. So there's already enough confusion there. And then that layers on top of meteorology just forced this notion down our throats, this notion that H2O had these, these buoyancy energetic qualities and these other latent heat energetic qualities that somehow produced what we're witnessing, which is low pressure and gusty winds. It's literally, it's literally a cartoon. It doesn't make any sense at all. But everybody believes it. Everybody believes it. I mean that. In the field, outside the field, it's just nonsense. You know, there's, there's no other nice things to say about it. It isn't science. And of course, in my case, I'm doing it to draw attention to the incompetence of the field, which is wrapped up in being, we all know the word. What's the word? Human. In other words, they just believe because that's what humans do. And that is the case, by the way. 
with uh, the current paradigm of our understanding of, uh, I'll repeat those again, um, the physics of H2O, the, uh, the physics of storms, the, the physics of how the atmosphere flows, maintains its flows, including such things as the jet stream, the physics of the climate, that's kind of a, I don't even want to deal with that climate, with that one, that's just such a complete screwed up mess. It's just a means of getting money from the government. That's really all that's going on with uh, climate emergency stuff. Now, I don't really care that much about it one way or another. They have to make a living. And actually, there's a lot of that in science. People have to make a living and people believe certain things. And so it's a belief system that's paid for by our own taxes, by the way. And their tactics are purely marketing. They're not science. And I think I started out, what, talking about skeptics. And one thing I've noticed about these skeptics is they don't really know how to make a, a scientific, they don't really even understand science. They just know that there's some certain facts and that there's important people who say these facts. And that's how most of us get our science. It's filtered through other people who believe very strongly in experts. Also, we believe very deeply in our stories innately anyways. So it's not like there's any conspiracy. No, we believe stupid shit. That's really what's going on. There's no good guys, bad guys, science deniers. So, so, you know, I've been called that a lot, which is absurd. No, it's just everyone trying to make a living and everyone believing some incredibly stupid shit. Well, I'll get back to what I was saying before. The boiling point of water is literally right there in the chart. It says very clearly, it doesn't boil below 100 degrees. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't matter what you believe. And the reason why I kind of highlighted that one was because that little assumption, believe it or not, meteorology hasn't completely incorporated into their model and they can't really get it out even though they probably would want to in order to cover up the fact that they're really confused when it comes to the actual physics of the storms. This is James again, solving tornadoes. Hope everyone has a great afternoon. Bye now.